Hello, hello, my lovely, lovely audience. It is Natalie, Nat, naturally Ryan. You know I go by all three. And today on another episode of When Anxious Kids Grow Up, Where Do They Go? We are talking about so much, my darling. So, so much. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I would like to warn you that during this episode you may hear keyboard clacking. And that is because I am currently writing up my resume while I record this episode, um, because my gap year is coming to an end, sadly, and I'll have to go back to school like, you know, a, a responsible adult would. Um, and what does that mean? So for those of you who have been sticking it out with me through the beginning, the gap year is the reason I started doing this podcast. It's because I had to essentially like, f- I don't know, come up with projects and ideas to document what I was going through through this year. And specifically, this year meant a little bit more to me to document because it was, you know, the whole COVID. Um, (laughs) And so uh, documentation was a really, really big deal of that. Um, Just because I like to do a lot of self-reflection and a a lot of work like that. I lost one of the backs of my gauges, and I have to change my gauges now, so behind the scenes, look, if if you didn't know, I have gauges, um, and I'm really terrible at losing the backing to them. All of my grommets are just gone. Hmm. And so now I need to put in some plugs so that, um, or some tunnels so that I don't have to worry about the, the backs of my plugs. Um, anyway, my dears. So, <laughs> uh... Yes, I, I'm all into that self-reflection and kind of, like, understanding why I do and feel and, you know, experience life the way I do. Um, and this year was obviously going to be super hard. I was planning on going directly into college right after high school. Like, maybe not even taking a summer break. Maybe just doing summer classes and going right into my degree. And I'm glad I didn't. I'm so very glad I didn't. But, like, that was the original plan. Because um, in high school, I, I was technically admitted to university when I was 15. Um, and so I was a high school student and a college student at the same time. And not just that, I started attending classes on the college campus that I go to. Um, during, what, what, how old was I? I turned 16. I turned 16 a week before I started my first on-campus college class. So I have been kind of used to doing college. Um, in my junior year, I did like 100% AP and concurrent credit. So like I did as many hard classes as I could. Like I was a college kid more than I was a high school kid for my entire high school career, which that's fine. Like it's fine. <laughs> like, um, it was definitely, it made me happy because it let me get a lot of my prerequisites out of the way. And I graduated high school with like 40 something, 40 something high school credit or not high school credits, college credits done. Um, <laughs> And then this gap year will give me nine more credits, so I'll have somewhere in the mid-50s of credits, because I had somewhere in the mid-40s. Um, and that's really awesome. That means I almost have an associate's degree when I'm a freshman, which that's that's really great. Like, that opens up so many doors for me, and it makes it a lot easier for me to focus on what I really want to do, as opposed to doing a bunch of prereqs and then picking what I actually want to do for my major. Um... Uh, So the gap year has really been a time of self-reflection, a time of creating art and getting it recognized, a time of putting myself out on the internet and doing all these things that I've wanted to do and just always told myself that there wasn't time for. Like, that's kind of what quarantine's been. Um, And my quarantine will be a lot longer than most people's because of my autoimmune disease. 
because right now we don't know if I can get the vaccine. Even experts are saying, hey, your autoimmune disease, like it should be fine, but we haven't done a specific test with a targeted demographic of people who have lived through your illness. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I would either be fine or I would die. Um, and so I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. This whole year has just been waiting, but... Uh, don't worry, my dear lovely listener. I am not going to be leaving. I'm not going to be leaving. I'm going to be, I'm going to continue to make episodes. I'm going to continue to do this, um, hopefully on a weekly basis because I really like the, the weekly thing. It's, um, it's been nice. <laughs> it's been, it's been really nice because it means that I not only have a kind of a schedule, but it's like, it just means that I'm putting out content and I still feel like I'm moving forward even if I even if I'm not moving as fast as I thought I would. Um So this podcast has definitely been really amazing for me and if you're one of my listeners who comes back week after week, thank you. I love you so much. Oh my god. Um Specifically, I saw two demographics go up. I had a rise in my listenership from Singapore. So hello, my Singapore fans. I adore you with my heart and soul. You make up 2% of my listening audience. Um, And the 1% who listened to me from the Bronx, I love you too. Oh my god, I think that you might be the coolest person. And the 1% who listened to me in Chicago, Illinois you're also the coolest because um, I had a friend who lived in Singapore for a very long time. So I have a mild obsession with going to Singapore. Like I want to know where he was. I want to understand. Um, And then for graduate school, I want to go to Juilliard or NYU, or I want to get to New York, or I want to get to the University of Chicago. And I'm obsessed with those cities. I'm obsessed. I have a poster of the University of Chicago on my wall. Like I'm obsessed. (laughs) So to you people, you're so cool. To all my listeners, you're so cool. I just, I think I might start giving little shout outs to my analytics when I notice that they change because I, I just think it'd be fun. I think it'd just be fun. You know, I think it would just be so neat. So the actual um, topic for today is going to be a lot about change. Um, as we know, our Lord and Savior, Taylor Swift, has released the Taylor version of the album Fearless. And something to know about me before I go on this tangent, I Taylor Swift has been my equivalent of a deity since I was about seven. This woman shaped everything that I've done. She shaped the fact that I wanted to be a singer-songwriter. She made me want to learn acoustic guitar. She made me want to dress the way I do and act the way I love Taylor Swift so very much. And my very favorite Taylor Swift album is Fearless, specifically the deluxe edition, because there are hella songs on it, and it's just a really great album. Um, But the original copy of Fearless by Taylor Swift, the original one put out there, was owned by Scooter Braun, who we all know is Nasty Nasty Gross Man, and so we do not associate with that anymore. We listen to the Taylor version of her songs that she is putting out, and I listen to them. And I love them. I love them so much. I might even make a YouTube video about it. I love it so much. If you want to go check out my YouTube channel, it's Naturally Ryan on YouTube. Uh, My link tree should be some... I'm going to put it in the description to be safe, but you should be able to to go watch me and see what I look like. But um, (laughs) anyway, Taylor Swift, 
my my dear my dear darling taylor i listened to forever and always piano version and i had an emotional i had an out-of-body experience due to my emotions um that song has been so important to me since i was you know about seven to nine years old and now that's like a decade later <laughs> and i listened to it and i just really appreciated everything that i'd come up from uh and everything that i'd been through and really this music that got me there um as you guys know i'm a huge music nerd i mean i'm i'm just weird about music i'm just weird about it you know like i <laughs> i take it to another level um <laughs> And for those of you who are friends with me in real life, you know that, like, I really wanted to get into K-pop, and I really wanted to like K-pop, but I refused to let myself like it, because I, I was already made fun of for liking One Direction and Eurovision. There was no reason for me to get made fun of more. Like, I just couldn't handle getting made fun of more. Um, but just a week ago, an album arrived in the mail that I ordered with my adult money from my adult job. Um... And it's, it's a BTS album that I've wanted since I saw it released, before I even liked them. Or before I've told people I liked them, before I was open about liking them. It's called You Never Walk Alone. And it's got Spring Day on it. And that's all you need to know. And for those of you who don't know a thing about BTS, just know that all of those things are important. And I have this album set up on my desk. I'm actually holding it right now. Um, it was released in 2017. So I, it, I waited four years. <laughs> to like the things that I like and to be open about what I liked. Four years. And this album, I look at it, um, and it's it's a lot longer than my other albums, like physically, the, al the album book is longer. And so I can look over to my albums and I just see you never walk alone sitting out and I, I don't know, this is like a weird symbol of the fact that I am being more truthfully myself nowadays. And I'm, I'm devoting more time to that. It's uh, less about what other people think and more about what I think and more about what I want to do. And that makes me really happy because <laughs> it's um, it hasn't always been like that. Uh, and another really beautiful thing, I was in Barnes & Noble and... There was, they have a K-pop section, okay, but, like, not very, there's, they, like, eight albums on a good day. Well, I went over there, and there was an album I almost bought online. There were two albums I almost bought online, and then didn't, because I was like, well, I think I can find a, I can order them later, like, no, oh, they're both BTS, I'll just wait, I'll just wait. Like, I, there's this, there's these other ones I want to get that are harder to get. And there, in the Barnes & Noble, are both of these albums I almost ordered online, and I picked them up. And one of them was printed in 2016, five years ago, five years ago. This album is half a decade old. Um, and the other one, I'm pretty sure it was 2017 or 2018. So like, these are, these are not new. <laughs> these are not new. Um, they're both there, wrapped, completely fine. And I was like, that is fate, my guy. Oh my gosh. I believe in the power of the universe and whatever the universe wants to happen. And the universe wants me to buy these albums that I've been thinking about for so long. And so with, with all these weird BTS things happening and with Taylor Swift reclaiming her music, um, I've just really been reflecting on how lucky I am to um, be able to be myself now. 
and like the amazing, amazing people who have gotten me to this point. Um, because it wasn't always that way. And in some ways, I don't, I don't like that high school is supposed to be that time you figure yourself out. Because you don't figure, like, you, you get a good groundwork, like, you figure out some things. You don't figure out everything. And I don't like that it's kind of marketed as that. Because that's not true. I've been going through so many identity crises from from one week to the next. Um, I was supposed to be, like, an Ivy League kid. I was supposed to be these honors college, I was supposed to be super prestigious and, and fancy and doing all of these amazing things at Harvard or Yale or University of Chicago, and I, I couldn't. Not just because of the pandemic, but because, like, I knew that if I were to take up those titles, I would lose such a significant portion of my happiness. And, yes, I'd be on my own for the first time but I'd be on my own for the first time. Like, I would be... I'd be able to experience those joys of, of living alone, of having my own place, but I'd also have to take care of money and take care of business and take care of all of these things that have usually been given to me, and I, I'm not ready for that. My plan was, when I turned 18, to move out. And that didn't happen, obviously. And that's been such a weird shift because now I am almost 19 and in some ways I feel so far ahead yet so far behind my peers and I met with a, a career counselor and I absolutely adore this woman she's literally like a saint I swear um and she she read me like a book she she sat down and she was like well you you talk about wanting to do medicine as your your main career but when you talk about music you just light up and you're so excited to talk about it why aren't you pursuing music and i was like darling it's because i'm scared of failure um i was i was a little bit more eloquent in the way i said it but that was the that was the gist that's what i was trying to say and and we really talked about why I feel the pressure to go into medicine. And it's not from my family. They've never been like, oh, we expect you to be a doctor. It, it comes from me a lot. Not just me. Um, but it comes from the fact that everyone in my family always said I was so smart. And always said that I was going to do amazing things. I was so smart and I was going to do amazing things. And... When I tell people I want to do music, and I show them that I'm 18 and I don't have a career, like... And then there's people on TikTok getting famous every other day, and being younger than me. Like... <laughs> when I say that, they feel like it's wasted potential. Or they think it's a good backup plan. But when I say, oh, I want to go to med school, I want to be a neurologist, it means that my greatness is still lined up for me in my future, and I don't have to worry about getting that greatness right now. I, I have a goal that is impressive and far off, and it's a goal that people can look at right now and project that future onto me and hope that that's the future I end up with. Um... And I, I do like medicine. I think that medicine is, is fascinating. 
but I don't think I can devote my life to it. But I, at the same time, like I, I, if I could wake up and make music every day, that would be the most ideal thing. <laughs> that would be perfect for me. But alas, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. And so I've been thinking a lot about the things I used to hide in my past and things I didn't talk to people about, things I didn't things I didn't talk about and say and the parts of my personality that were hidden, the parts of my interests that were hidden um, intentionally, like a disguise. Because if I never showed off those parts of myself, um, then I would never be made fun of them. Did it mean I was being less genuine? Sure. But it also meant that I couldn't get hurt if I was being legitimate, if I was being real. It meant that there was a level of distance between me and the rest of the world, and I was comfortable with that. Well, I was comfortable, I wasn't comfortable not being myself, I was comfortable not getting hurt. Um, and it really did suck, especially as I got older and I started becoming more true to myself, um, and people liked me less for it. Or people related to me in a different way for it. And suddenly I wasn't the person that they used to think I was. It especially hurt with teachers. <laughs> but I've been thinking so much. And I've had quite a bit of time alone. I mean, my friends are all adults with jobs in the real world. And yeah, I do. I have a job, but I meet virtually with everyone. And... Not only that, but they all, like all of my coworkers are so much older than me that it's not like I'm collaborating with my peers. I'm collaborating with people who are my mother's age and older. Like it's, it's a far different thing. Um, and my friends get to go to class in person and some of my friends are even getting married. I am feeling like I'm falling behind but I don't know whose pace to compare myself to. I don't know. I don't know. And that scares me. And that's why I'm a little sad this gap year's ending. Because it has been stability where I know I'm working towards a goal, but I'm also doing things to make sure I stay sane <laughs> through it. And that, that's what messes me up the most. So, um, I want this second half of the podcast to be more of a message to all of you lovely, lovely listeners. Um, it's okay if you're not at a place where you can be who you think you want to be or who you know you want to be. It's fine. It's fine because sometimes that person takes a while to cultivate. And sometimes even in the middle of cultivation, you can realize that there are roots that you need to cut out because they're killing the rest of the plant. And that's fine. It's okay. I promise. Just because your growth isn't always in the same direction doesn't mean you're not growing. You're growing in different dimensions. It's okay. And I wish someone would have told me that. I want you to stop judging yourself based on how other people refuse to love you. 
because there are people who, no matter what they say to you, you'll know through their actions that they can't truly love you for who you are. And that's okay. That's Sometimes that's a fault on them. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's no one's fault. It's not your fault. It's not theirs. Sometimes you just can't love a person no matter how hard you're trying to force yourself to. But I don't think that your reception to the world, how you're received by other people, should have any bearing on how you treat yourself, on what you like, and how, how real you are with yourself. Because if I had been able to be this happy and open and sincere about me earlier, I would have saved myself so much hassle. <laughs> oh, I would have saved myself so much time and tears and self-doubt. I think the the most painful the most painful thorn in the human psyche is the fact that we were equipped with the ability to doubt ourselves. And in some ways it's good. In some ways I do think it's a survival tactic because if you're in way over your head trying to fight off a beast that's so many times larger than you and you can't do it, yeah, maybe a little self-doubt's necessary. But now, if you're living in the 21st century, in if you're living in a privileged part of the country, a privileged part of the world, and you're doubting yourself because you're afraid of looking dumb to a bunch of other people who are also doubting themselves, and it's because you're like making a painting or something and you think it's bad, like, come on. You, you don't, don't do that. You're, you're setting yourself back so many days and weeks and months of progress. Your technical skill in anything can be incredible. It can be breathtaking. It can be mind-blowing. It could be earth-shattering. But if you are not there to pull up your self-confidence and prove to yourself and know that you have what it takes, there's no way you're going to get anywhere with it. And guess what? I'm a huge hypocrite. I'm a huge hypocrite because if someone said this to me, I would go, yes, that is true for everyone except for me. I... I'm so sorry, I'm the worst person, um, and I will never be good at these things. So, I, I understand if you want to, like, kick back and get, get mad at me for saying these things and go, well, that may be true for other people, but not for me, but guess what? I would do the same thing, so haha, that's not going to be an easy out for you. I already know how the hypocrite, hypocrite thinks because I am one, so <laughs> I can take down your logic from the inside out. Um... I don't know why I wanted to go on this big old tangent, but I just really... I just really thought maybe someone needed to hear it. And hopefully that person who needed to hear it was you, my lovely listeners. And if not, you know, just take it, chalk it up to me being emotional. <laughs> I am going to cut the episode here. My voice has been so hoarse lately because I've been in so many work meetings where I've had to talk. And so I'm like dying a little bit on the inside. But um, love yourself. As the wise RuPaul once said, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen? So I want, those are my parting words of wisdom to you. Um, keep that in mind. The next time that you're getting into a relationship, 
that you think is going to take away your insecurities. Because no relationship is going to take away your insecurities unless it's a relationship with yourself. Bam. That is our little bit of wisdom for the night. Thank you so much to everyone who's listened to me rant in my bedroom for the last year. I love you very much. You're very cool. You're so very cool. <laughs> um, and if you want to if you wanna know more about what I did for this gap year... Uh, please go to the link tree that'll be in the description. There should be a blog. There should be a virtual art gallery. There should be my YouTube channel. There should be any and all social media where you can see the other stuff I've done. You'll 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 get a lot. You'll see a lot of stuff. But um, yeah, go follow me on all these other various platforms: Instagram at g n a t t e r b u g natterbug, um, Twitch naturally Ryan, YouTube naturally Ryan. You can find them in the link tree. If you are one of my friends in real life, guess what? I love you and I miss you. Mwah. If you are one of my friends on the internet, I cannot wait to meet you one day. Because it's going to be so cool. And we'll have that rom-com movie moment where we run to each other in an airport and it'll be the most romantic moment of either of our lives. And if you are a random listener and one day I'm famous and I'm on a stage, you get the honor. I'm giving you the honor right now. I'm giving you the right. You get the bragging right to say that you were supporting me when I had nothing. You were supporting me when I had five listeners. You were supporting me when all of my episodes had only 200 listens. You have you have the right to say that you supported someone who hopefully will go on to do good things. I love you too. Um, stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, go get your vaccine, nerd. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.